Any entrepreneur who's creating a startup will have faced this question. Do you raise money or do you self-fund and bootstrap? Now, this is a question that I've thought long and hard about, and I was almost going down the route of wanting to raise money, taking seed money with a view of then taking VC money, if we could achieve that. But it made me unhappy. It made me cautious and it made me hesitant. And I, it took me a while to really process this in my head. So here is my reasoning why I would never really take money now for a startup. So raising money means that you exchange some equity in your business, equity being a share of the business, to someone who gives you money for you to build and fund the startup. And the moment you do that, you essentially have what's called a runway. That is how long your startup can go before the money runs out. Now think about that. Once you take that money and you think, great, we can go build what we want to build without having to work a, work a job and do this on the side or use my own savings or try and do it on a shoestring. But what really happens is you set the timer of when you've taken that money and you've started spending that money to when you either need to hit profitability or you need to raise the next round of money. And quite often, if you're going to sell equity in your business, you're going to say this business is going to be something absolutely massive and we can sell it on and, and then everybody gets a huge payday. And that's a huge motivator for a lot of people. So what you end up doing is the moment you take that money, you're thinking, where's the next lot of money going to come from? Because we may not be able to achieve profitability by then. And in fact, an investor may not want you to find profitability because they'd rather use that money to accelerate growth rather than to be profitable because the two are very different. It took Amazon and Twitter and Facebook many years before they actually started making a profit. But the other thing that comes with taking someone else's money is you also give up some control. For example, you set yourself a plan that you sell to, a, to an investor. They say, great, now you're going to do this plan. And in order to do that, you may start saying things that aren't true to yourself about what you want that plan to do, because you're trying to impress them. You're trying to say, these things will all fall into place and, you know, greatness will happen. Chances are a handful of those things will fall into place and you have to figure the rest out. And that's when it gets difficult, because when you start going off the beaten path, your VC, your investor, will start having an opinion on what path you need to take. And that could push you down a road that you, as the founder, may not necessarily be confident with. And you may decide that actually the vision you had for the long term, you may have to compromise because you've got to knuckle down on something that kind of maybe works but isn't quite exactly how you saw things going. So when I was faced with this kind of projection and there were lots of things that came in and the way I'm building my startup is, is a little bit unorthodox. And I'm going to cover this in another video, like the mindset behind this. But essentially, I'm not building one startup. I'm building two startups for two very different use cases, because these are things I hold very passionate to myself. 
And I'm doing it in a way that means I can reuse an awful lot of the learning and technique and, and technology so that actually I'm just productizing something else. And I'll cover that in a different video. But the two became conflict. In other words, I had to sell who I really wanted to be to one of those companies for an investor, which means I had to get rid of my other obsession, my other startup, and I couldn't do it. You know, I'm a parent, I have two children, you can't make me choose. They are so beautiful and unique in their own way that there is no comparison. And when you create a startup, you may, you may have one that works and one that doesn't find, but these are, these are both visions that I just wanna see how they play out. And I know it's unorthodox, and I know it's risky, and I know it's hard work, and I know it's just basically making an uphill struggle almost like a vertical climb. But that's kind of why I'm an entrepreneur, to do the impossible, to figure it out. And I've got a lifetime to do it, as long as I'm happy having my, my at-bat. When I realized that, when I realized that actually I had to take something away of who I am in order to appease not even a VC that we had, a potential VC. Once I take the seed money, that would have come into question. Once I had that, I, I became paralyzed at being able to move forward. I became kind of stuck at being able to unleash my passion. And I made the decision to not take the seed money. I had to let someone down in doing this and explain my thought process. Because at the end of the day, I realized that if I, if I pretended it was the right thing to do, everything would have probably failed because I wasn't happy, I wasn't passionate, I wasn't sold. I would hold myself back because it just wouldn't be, it wouldn't be true to me. And overcoming that has been absolutely remarkable. I am so happy. I feel like I have autonomy and control back. I feel like I can figure it out. But more importantly, it's changed what I want out of the business. At the end of the day, if I want to create a company, try and push it to mass accelerated growth, and then sell it on and walk away with a huge sum of money, then go then I would go get VC money because that's really the only way to do that. But I'll probably fail because for me to do that, I have to be a certain kind of person I don't think I am. So really what it's allowed me to do is to say, I can extend the time it's gonna take because even if I had lots of money, I'd still be building and I'd still be solving problems because I love my job, I'm very lucky. I would do that. In other words, do I need the money to build the thing I wanna build? If I can figure out how to do it, if I can get enough reward and satisfaction from the work that I can do, build something, and over time chip away at creating something that does gain momentum, that does get better, be able to be honest and respond, yes, it will take longer. Yes, it will be harder to get outside help to do this, but I've got this, I've got this passion to try. And ultimately the question I answered was, I'd rather spend my life trying and failing because I'd enjoy trying than to do the wrong thing, take money, try and grow it and even cash out. I don't think that would have given me the fulfillment that I was actually looking for. 
Having lots of money in the bank, if it all worked out, would be nice, but I'd be bored very quick. And that's not what I want to be in life for. I don't want to be bored. So while things are kind of good for me, I'm going to take that opportunity to do things at my pace and enjoy how I do it. So that's why I didn't take VC money or go for seed money and go down the route of VC money. I retain control. I run a business that I want to build and I get to come into work and love every aspect. And if there's something I don't love, then it's a new challenge for a new day to try and figure it out, to become a better CEO, a better entrepreneur and a happier human being. So there you have it. Thank you very much. Make sure you like this video if you like it and make sure you subscribe if you haven't subscribed and leave your comment on what you think. And uh, if you want to have a chat, reach out on Twitter. I'm more than happy to, to have a chat with any of you guys. Thank you very much.